This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey guys, welcome back to According To. I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. And this week's episode is going to be Megan and I discussing the not like other girls phenomenon. I thought it was a good jumping off point for like a lot of interesting conversations I will dive into a little bit later. But before we get into the bulk of the episode, we have a fun little update for you guys that you guys will hopefully see the benefit or reap the benefits of what am I saying? Reap what we sow next week? I don't know. Reap the benefits of. Um, what I'm saying is we are doing a trial run of the video version of the podcast. Um, and this one will not be going live. We just kind of want to see if there are any kinks that we have to work out. I don't anticipate that there will be, but just in case, I don't know. But if this all goes well, then hopefully the next podcast we will have available we'll have in video regular form. video uploads and a separate YouTube channel that you guys can um, watch the video version of either instead or in addition to or yeah I actually did um, see someone DM us saying like hey when you guys do video versions like would you prefer we like watch the video version and I don't really have a preference like however you guys want to listen to it is fine with me like if you don't think you're going to watch the video that's fine you can keep listening on Apple Podcasts Spotify wherever but Especially I know some something people that we can kind of like also eventually possibly try is and you guys can maybe share your input too but I know that um we are allowed to if we want we can upload video versions so that on Spotify you could see the video um so that's always something we could consider too so that even on like Spotify if that's where you listen you could see the video version there I don't know if that's something that's intriguing to people or not but yeah I haven't seen a ton of other podcasters do it like I know I think Maybe Kendall Ray, I think Mile Higher might do that, but I don't know. I haven't looked into that enough. I just know that we could do it if we wanted to. Yeah, and it'd probably still be like so. a horizontal video like the YouTube version and not like a separate cut vertical version. So I don't know if that'd be like as pleasing to watch. But those are just some options. Um, we are very happy with how the set has turned out. We will hopefully you guys like are excited to see it when the video version comes out hopefully next week. But yeah, I think it really speaks to like the style of the podcast, like rebranding that we did earlier this year, and uh, we're excited. Yeah, Feels we just good need to, to finish like, have... up like some last minute decor stuff, and obviously we're doing like the technology trial run right now. Um, to start off with, we're planning on just doing like one shot and like one view, and then maybe as we delve deeper into yeah. how much effort and time we can put into editing the videos, we'll have like separate one-on-one shots but for now we're keeping it simple yeah we're trying to make this as low barrier to entry as possible for us which means sticking with one camera i know we had mentioned like oh like we have a dslr and it stops recording at the 30 minute mark and so right now we're just kind of anticipating needing to take a break around the 30 minute mark and then hopefully just like seamlessly jumping back into whatever topic of topic of conversation we are on um so hopefully that like we do that just like in podcasts anyways like we'll take a break if we need to but like hopefully on the video it doesn't come off as like a jump cut or anything I don't think like listening you'd be able to tell the difference that much but that's just something I wanted to put out there because we never did figure out if we like you know we didn't get a new camera or anything yeah 
Um, otherwise, let's talk about our weekly spotlights and then we'll jump into whatever rabbit holes we go down for this episode. So we have some things, obviously, kind of thoughts, just because like when Sierra first wrote this idea down, uh, when we were thinking of like what to talk about this week, I saw that she had put um, not like other girls phenomenon and I was like, please elaborate, elaborate, <laughs> expand upon what you have written down here, which is nothing. And I knew what she was talking about and I knew where she was coming from. So we tried to get some thoughts down so we could hopefully verbalize our main points and thoughts mm-hmm. about I this just whole think topic. There's so many different avenues of conversation that you can go down. So I just hope we cover what I find to be the most interesting ones. I hope we don't like run in circles too many times. Like we try to kind of like separate things out, but it is all kind of interconnected just by like the inherent nature of it being like, oh, the not like other girls phenomenon. But I always like Megan and I have talked about it just privately, like, you know, seeing TikToks and stuff, but like, oh, like talk to each other about that kind of stuff. And so I know it's a topic that interests us. So hopefully it'll interest you guys as well. Okay. My weekly spotlight is that I'm almost out of quarantine. Um, <laughs> That's good. It's just been a long, what is it, like day eight or nine now. Um, and I tested myself again this morning just to see if I could get a negative test. And it was it was almost not there. The second line was just barely visible. But it was still technically there. I could see it, which I'm not technically... Like day 11 is like what the CDC says is like you're in the clear of um, if you don't get to negative tests within 48 hours. Um, I have like after like day five, I have ventured out like with the mask a couple places just because like you're allowed to technically do that. Um, but I obviously just like haven't really been like living Thriving, and doing your best lot. So I'm excited to get back to normal life in a couple of days. Um, my weekly spotlight is that this Labor Day weekend is kind of like a four-day weekend-ish for me, so on Friday, um, normally I only have a half day on Fridays anyways, but, um, for whatever reason, like, we had so many cancellations on Friday, so that we had, like, one patient only, and it was only a half-hour session, but that kid, like, stays at the place that I'm at, like, in the daycare, like, throughout the week, and so I moved his session to Thursday, so we had no patients that we had to see on Friday, and so we did like a little mini work from home type of thing that honestly, like the Zoom for that was horrendous. I don't know. We have good internet. Like I have not had any issues with it, but like the Zoom and the internet that day and I were not Zoom friends. And I used the day before um, because we had midterms. So since I was not at my clinical, my CI and I like talked over Zoom to like just do our midterm and check in that way. And I didn't have any issues. Like so. I'm not kidding you guys when I say that the Zoom closed like probably at least 20 times. Like, or I also insane. found out that on Zoom, you can now control, like, you can use the other person's computer because that's what Sierra was doing with her CIS computer. That's crazy to me. So. I didn't know that either because I had to do, like, some documentation stuff, and she obviously had, like, the login info and, like, all that stuff on her computer. And so, like, through Zoom, I was able to get control of her screen to, like, do what I needed to do. Um, honestly, though, like, the Zoom was having so many issues. It was so slow. I would be, like, sitting for, like, three minutes just, like, waiting for something to load. Like, it was honestly, like borderline just like I was I wanted to be like can we just like not do this because it was so slow and uh we ended up staying on for three hours and it was only supposed to be an hour and a half so that was good but anyways I still got done earlier than I would have and I also like had the luxury of getting to sleep in a little bit since I didn't have to go drive in um what was weird this whole past week is like by Tuesday I would say I felt like 
pretty fine. Like, there's there's still remnants here and there of, like, okay, yeah, I guess technically I am sick. But I kind of just felt like I was, like, staying home, doing nothing for, like, no reason. Didn't you feel so, like, unproductive? Yeah. I don't know if that's, like, a bad thing or not to, like, you know, you can chill for a little bit. It's fine. I felt unproductive. But that's how I felt. Well, I felt unproductive. Here was where I struggled. My, maybe I mentioned this last week a little bit, but I had to do, you know, some things outside of my clinical to just, like, prove that I was, like, still getting some knowledge and using my time wisely since I couldn't actually be in the clinic. And so I had, like, I ended up saying that I had, like, 12 hours of work that I had completed. And, um, which, like, not bad, I would say. But there was, like, some things where I was kind of, like, I didn't technically know, like, what would look good versus, like, what wouldn't look so good because, like, the whole parameters of, like, what they gave us was so broad. But I was kind of, like, I could just, like, use my score builder's textbook and, like, study for the board exam. But I didn't feel like that fully fit within, like, I don't know. It just, like, seemed, like, cheating to me. So then I, like, didn't do that, which then I was, like, well, I could be doing. Like, that seemed like a productive thing to do. But after but then doing, like, but I'm not gonna after doing that. other stuff for time, I was like, well, I don't want to do that. And then same with like this case report that we have to do. Um, like when we go back in December, you know, in the back of my mind, I was like, I could work on that. That'd be like a good use of my time. But I was like, well, everyone has to do that regardless of like their clinical. So I don't think that that time would count either. So then I was like, well, I should do this, but I don't want to do that. Yeah. So it kind of was like, I don't know. I feel like I would have been more productive doing the other things I had to actually do, but it was kind of like cheating, so I didn't. No, I feel that because I there was like a couple times where it's like I could study or like work on my case report, but that doesn't feel like what you want me to fill my time with. So then I just didn't do the things that I actually felt like would have been a good use of my time. Um, but you know, we live and we learn. We both had COVID, so hopefully now we're good for a while. I was kind of thinking since my acute care one is next, I have no idea like where I'm gonna be at. But, like, it wouldn't surprise me if, like, I end up having to work with, like, COVID patients possibly. Oh, yeah, for so sure. So, in a way, maybe it's better that I just got it and it's past me You're now. ready. I don't know. So. Um, but, yeah. Now it's Labor Day weekend. And so, I got, like, you know, a three-day weekend on top of my at-home half day, which is nice. And Megan and I finally got to do our, like, little birthday celebration gift-giving. We did a video on our channel if you guys want to see the gifts that we got each other we did a repeat of our twin birthday gift swap um that we did last year and so i think some people liked that i did see someone like saying that i don't know if it was the presents that i got you or the presents that you got me but they were suddenly like oh like megan's gifts were like a hundred dollars like that's insane i think implying that like that stuff collectively should not be worth a hundred dollars and i was like maybe but i don't make the prices so, I mean, technically, I spent, like, $92 total, which is not $100. The sunscreen that I got you is more expensive than I anticipated. So, if they were talking the, about what I got you. I mean, that travel size texture spray I got you, that was $18. The shirt that I got you was $58. And the book I got you was, I don't know, $15 or $16. That doesn't, I guess, yeah, that's probably, like, $92. I did the math, so it should super be. Super unseen sunscreen that i got you it was like 36 dollars. i was like Holy cow. oh my god which i like i didn't think like when i looked at the price that it was that much but then i also like at that point kind of didn't care because i just wanted to get 200 dollars. so it was like oh i don't know but i can see like you know would i actually buy that you know on my own again i probably wouldn't but 
is for video. You know, mm-hmm. that's kind of half the battle is like when you make videos like that. It's like, yeah, is this stuff all worth $100? Like, should you spend this much money on this stuff? Maybe not. But like the video concept is spending like $100 to get presents for someone. Mm-hmm. So. so however you need to do it. Yeah. Okay. Anything else we need to catch everyone up on? Are we good? Um, I think that we're good to go. So I thought of this concept for this episode last night. I don't even really fully remember how I like came to think of that concept. You like woke up and you're like, no, I, no, it was last night before I went to bed. Um, which this is another tangent, but like you guys need to watch the show bullshit on was it Netflix. It was a, it's a new game show. I didn't, I didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but I got really invested and I plan to watch more of that at some point this weekend, but that's for another time. Um, anyways, so the phenomenon that we're talking about today, like, is a jumping off point for talking about a variety of different conversations related to, like, why do women villainize other women when they kind of see themselves as like, oh, like, I'm not like other girls, or why is it seen as, like, typically or stereotypically feminine traits or interests are demonized compared to, like, typically or stereotypically male interests and hobbies and stuff, and then also why usually in the context of like people or like women acting like oh like I'm not like other girls that is typically done for like the quote-unquote like male gaze like for females and like how they want men to see them as like superior to other women and like why do we do that for male validation so those are the topics I'm hoping to cover in this episode do you want me to (laughs) I'm like where are we uh I feel like when Sierra first brought this up to me, um, there was two main places where I feel like I see this most often. One is TikTok, just because I feel like a lot of people get clout by making TikToks where they're making these comparisons of, you know, I'm not like other girls, because then other people who relate with, oh, I'm also not like other girls, this also applies to me, they can like that video they can comment on that video and it further separates them as people in agreement with this saying I am superior to other girls who do more feminine things or stereotypically female hobbies like Sarah was saying and but then I also think that this topic isn't a new like we're not the only ones talking about this and why it's kind of problematic and stuff so these top these TikToks usually also have comments and people who are saying, like, it's, this is, like, internalized misogyny, this is, like, why do we have women hating women? So, like, those comments are already taking place and then further making these TikToks more popular, I feel like. Yeah, the engagement that gets added onto those. It's, like, that's the bad thing about when you engage with, like, anything negative online, like, especially with TikTok, I feel like, because that just, like, drives it, like, people seeing on the For You page, like, the more comments, the more engagement it gets, like, the more it's shared, even if, like, typically you'd be like, oh, like, we shouldn't have people, like, seeing this. Like, you probably, like, wouldn't want to engage with it. But it's also, like, hard to, like, hold back for those people that, like, are really confrontational in that sense. Um, but anyways, I think that for me, this topic or, like, the idea of I'm not like other girls doesn't bother me in the sense of, like, women truly liking the things that they're claiming I to think like. The, like, the real problem with uh, this phenomenon is, like, the comparison that it is using. Mm-hmm. Like, in my mind, like what you want, dislike what you want. You don't always have to, like, verbalize that. 
You don't always have to say, I like this, which is better than other people liking this thing. And that's the issue for me is that when you say it, I'm not like other girls or you like don't even just, you know, point blank say that, but you like verbalize things that like that's kind of the underlying meaning that you're putting out. It's saying, oh, I like this thing. Doesn't that make me better? Better than who? People who like the other thing, which is like an inherently feminine thing to like, which is just saying, oh, I don't like other women or like other women are inferior to me or I see myself as superior because I don't like this thing or I like this thing. And it's like, come on. Like, I just, are we really going to like, you are a woman. How are you going to put other women down? That's like my biggest issue with this whole thing. I feel like the other, I'm trying to like not stray too far from like talking points that we have. Um, Something that I had on here that I didn't fully know if it was related to this topic, but, and I don't know if you saw me write this down or not, I'm guessing you did, but we'll see if you agree or um, what you think, but, um, because I was just saying that I think that comparison is the main issue with this, and then it kind of got me thinking just about the fact that Sierra and I are twins, and we put ourselves online, you know, we have our YouTube channel, we have this podcast We've been online for quite a while. A lot of you guys, if you've been around for a long time, like you've seen us grow up. And being a twin automatically gives people the assumed right that they can like compare you. And um, it's not always malicious, but it just by nature, I think comparison tends to come about more frequently. And um, something that Sierra and I have, I wouldn't say struggled with more so just like our lived reality is that whether we like it or not, I honestly, I'm kind of like, I don't have a preference personally, but we are more similar than we are different. And like, we're both trying to just be our own individual selves. And, but on the, like, don't even say like individual, like implies that we're like trying to be different. I feel like just like our authentic selves. Yeah. Like separate from one another, but like by nature, like, Nature versus nurture, like, we are the same. Yeah. Like, there is no, like, one of the A other. lot of overarching, big, key plot points of our lives are the same. And, like, everyone who knows us personally still knows that there are nuances to makes like, to what makes Sierra, Sierra, and what makes me, me. But it still is kind of, like, from an outsider's perspective, a lot of it is, like, okay, we grew up doing the same sports. And I tried a couple different sports, but, I mean, it just didn't happen. I tried volleyball on my own. I was interested in maybe I was going to try swimming and that was like on my own. Sierra had no interest, but we both ended up doing gymnastics and that's what we stuck with. We both did cheer and that's something that we did together. And then we both went to the same undergrad. We lived together, went to the same grad school, chose to do the same thing. And we tried to make it so that our experiences to get there were different because we wanted to make sure like we really struggled when we were both deciding to do PT. I feel like we wanted to make sure that we weren't just doing it because the other person was doing it. So we tried to like have completely different shadowing experiences. And Sierra went and decided this is what I'm interested in. And this is what I want to get more experience um, and observation hours in. And then I did the same thing. And we didn't really like help each other out saying like, oh, this was a good experience. Like try to go get some hours at this place. And then um, grad school, we also just like continue living together. And so from 
like when you meet someone for the first time and you kind of like bring up like oh i have a twin very commonly people want to know like it can be like really annoying honestly i think this is going on a tangent but i feel like i still want to talk about it so i'm going to very commonly people i feel like one of the first questions is just like oh like besides like are you identical or fraternal it's like are you like super alike do you get along is that like your best friend and they want to know if that's the case or not and so in a way I i wrote down like when you start saying that you kind of like are doing the same things it almost feels like you're being like a letdown or like no i feel that and i like, didn't you know, know how to verbalize that but that's like what it feels like when i'm explaining that like do you know how many times like i'm aware that you're in pt school you've been in pt school for two and a half years you know so have i but like when i'm at my clinicals and stuff and i like oh i have a twin and it's like oh like you know what's she doing and i'm like oh she's also in pt school at iowa so yeah we are and it's like it's never been like no one has ever said anything to be like rude or anything but i feel like it's like oh like well like that's crazy that, like you're both doing it like it's usually it usually is met with like oh like that's kind of cool you have to like study together and stuff like i just feel like there are some people i mean especially like online too like you know the internet can be a mean place but i just feel like there's some people that are like oh like are you guys i feel like people take it to- sometimes as like if you see that we've done so much together and like we're so similar it kind of people kind of take it as like you didn't take time to explore like your own authentic interests and like develop as people think developing as an individual means you're automatically going to be completely different people when I don't think it's all that surprising that Sierra and I aren't that different or that our likes and dislikes are not that different because we grew up in the same environment our DNA is the exact same and I don't know to me it makes sense and so I'm just like that's and there's also like there were twins in the class above us too and like I just I've heard of like many instances of like twins like you know following the same career paths or like you know when people are like following like their parents footsteps also like that's never seen as like a strange thing and like yeah it is different but I feel like it's like okay well you could argue that like you know oh like second third generation doctors or whoever like just you know followed in their parents footsteps and like didn't think for themselves but I think that, like, I'm more on, like, the nurture side of things where it's, like, that's what they grew up, like, knowing and, like, just having a predisposed interest to and then decided from there, like, yeah, that, like, is something that I want to do. Yeah. So, for us, it was just, like, a side-by-side, like, parallel thing as opposed to some sort of, like, longitudinal difference. I don't know. That was a weird way to word that, but (laughs) you know what I mean. So, that was my twin tangent, mostly just, again, pointing out that I think that I notice these comparisons a lot, and so I think that's what makes it something that bothers Sierra and I a lot with this whole phenomenon, so that was why I decided to bring it up. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to bring up a couple of, like, real-life, just, like, examples that have frustrated me, and it's not, like, specific real-world examples. It's just, like, things that Megan and I, I'm sure, like, literally any of you listening have, like, heard or, like, listened to once or twice, where it's just, like, you know, this girl that's talking, she's like, oh, like, I had so many like guy friends in high school or college because like hanging out with the girls was just like way too like too much drama for me like the guys were way more chill like and we just got along so much better and that bothers me it does not bother me that you had a great group of great group of guy friends it bothers me that you felt you couldn't find a group of females like I'm talking three to four girls with your similar interests hobbies whatever like you're all girls are just too much drama for you 
Like, no, you're not finding just people, not just women. You found a group of guys who, like, you know, fit your lack of drama, interest, hobbies. You found a group of guys. You can find a group of girls. It's not just like, oh, like, all girls, like, start drama. No, some girls do. Some guys do. So you need to find your group and not just, like, you're stereotyping. Like, I keep bringing this up. You are a woman. You consider yourself someone to be not dramatic. Find other women who you also deem to be not dramatic. Like, it's not just, like, a male-female thing. So, it bothers me when I see people saying that. Okay. Um, Next, I wanted to kind of talk about uh, how this not-like-other-girls phenomenon um, kind of bleeds into, like, other people kind of viewing you and placing that label on you, almost. Um, So, first, Sierra and I have... I wish I so badly was trying to go through and, like, find specific YouTube comments, but, I mean, I only have so much time in the day, so I kind of ended up giving up on that, but, so I have, like, a couple examples of, like, quotes that I'm, like, I'm pretty sure there's, like, comments related to this, but people will leave YouTube comments, and I don't know why this is, but from my experience, it's mostly been from what I consume are, like, middle-aged men commenting these on our videos, but it's things where, like, I mean, like they Sierra created, I post, like, this like, version Sierra and I of do us. not post, like, we post PT School Week in Our Life videos, sit-down videos every once in a while. It's not super deep stuff. It's, quite frankly, just us showing and, like, living our lives. But people will comment being, like, you girls are so smart. Or, like, it's so refreshing to see That's two like, like refreshing. Word. Refreshing is the word they use. Because it implies... That they don't see women don't women like this don't exist. It's not too often you see, and I'm not saying this about myself. Okay, that's what makes I'm, it uncomfortable. Is that I feel like I don't other see people myself like are I am proud and confident in myself, but like I don't need this from someone else. But it's like so refreshing to see two young women who are responsible and like work hard. Blah blah blah. And you know it's amongst or it. Like, and they always end it with, "I can only hope to find someone like this someday." That's how you know that it's not just like. A nice like they'll talk about like compliment. Like my daughters, like can only hope my daughters would be like raised this way. Like your parents might be so proud. Like that's stuff we've seen mm-hmm. as well. And maybe it's coming from a place of like you guys just like endearment. You don't know, but you wouldn't trust me when I say like I know like the type of commenters like to look out for these comments. Like yes, we do get some nice comments that are just like you guys are doing great. Like you know you work so hard. Like that's awesome. Or, like it's motivating to see you guys. Like like those are fine. But trust me when I say, Megan and I can discern the difference between those type of types of comments and the comments that are, like, really just, like, other girling us. <laughs> like, I don't know how else other to... Other girling us. <laughs> I don't know how else to describe it. Or, and like, just Sierra like, and I's personality is... I mean, we've talked about this before. Like, we don't go out a lot. Like, it's just not who we are. And I don't... Here's the thing, too, is I realized when we did go out a few times in PT school, I don't hate it. Yeah, I really don't. It's fine. I if think you go that out the right every people. once in a while, it can be fine and fun. So I have absolutely no issue with people doing that. And so to me, it's just like not something I get around to doing a whole lot. And so that's that. So in our vlogs, it's like we do pretty mundane things. We're not doing what quote unquote is like the typical college party lifestyle. That I feel like gets a bad rep. And I'm like, it's not for me, but that doesn't mean we have to put other people down 
for choosing to do those things or mm-hmm. activities or whatever because they're living their life and they're doing what they want. Exactly. And I think some other things that I've seen like specific to like our comment section and stuff has been also like related to makeup. Megan and I don't wear a ton of makeup. And like I've even seen like there have been occasional times throughout our week in our lives or our vlogs where like I feel like sometimes me not usually Megan but like I'll express interest of like oh like I want to try like a new product or something. I want to get a little bit more into like you know, when I get ready in the morning or if I want to, like, find something for my hair, like, expressing that interest and just, like, verbalizing it. And then, you know, you'll see comments like, you don't need to worry about that. Like, don't even, like, worry about using makeup. Like, just, like, don't wear makeup. And it's like, well, well I didn't... maybe I'm interested. Like, maybe I want to. And, like, I just feel like that person who's commenting that is, like, really trying to, like, hold on to, like, the, no, you don't wear the makeup. idealized version of, like, no, you're not like other girls. You know? And I'm just like, maybe I do wear makeup, maybe I don't wear makeup. It doesn't matter. And so, like, but it's no, like, it has no weight to you what I choose to or not to do. And I just feel like sometimes people, like, when we've expressed, like, any interest in, like, some things that we, like, don't normally do, then it's like, no, don't do that. I have this idealized version of you, and you don't do that. Yeah. So, don't. Stop. Or, like, I don't think we've really, like, anything related to us, like, going out. I don't think anyone's ever been, like, oh, like, you shouldn't go out. But, like, I could just picture, like, something, like, being, like, don't feel like you need to change, like, to fit in it's like you just said like you know going out can be fun once in a while with the right group of people and you don't like you're not changing to like fit that like we had never gone out before pt school like we didn't know if we liked it or not we just assumed we didn't yeah so um the other thing too is like um my experience on dating apps uh specifically i've only been on hinge recently so like that's the only one that i'm on right now and like that's the one that gives you more prompts so I feel like in my mind I like have seen this a couple times even before when I was playing this episode I was trying to like go on and like get some inspiration <laughs> like, of like things hmm, that really bother me <laughs> on people's uh profiles but I know I've seen this before I just couldn't find like a specific profile um there's a prompt on hinge or like there's probably some similar ones that people will all use but like green flags I look for in a relationship or there can be like some other prompt but I've seen a couple times where guys will say, like, oh, like, actually, actually being able to, like, hold a conversation. And I, it shocks me <laughs> that someone would put that on their profile because if you, by putting that in my, when I look at that, it implies to me that you have a very poor view of most other women that you've interacted with or tried dating where that they were so airheaded or dumb or shallow that they couldn't hold a conversation and the thing is is I don't even think that they're probably even lying like maybe that's their lived experience but you don't put that on a dating app like there's plenty of guys that I would probably just be like I don't think I'm gonna have the best conversation with this person but I wouldn't say I don't like green flags I look for being able to hold an actual conversation with someone I feel like, and I agree with you, I think, like, that could be, like, their lived experience on a dating app because, like, sometimes, like, especially people who are matching with a lot of people, like, they might not just, like, put that much time and effort. Some people, like, use dating apps and they just, like, don't care about, like, responding to people, like, whatever, like, you know, to each their own. Everyone can do what they want on dating apps. But I feel like that's implying that, like, most of the people that you probably match with, like, are fine and dandy in real life and, like, you're seeing them through this narrow lens of like this is their dating app self which is a very narrow view of who the 
narrow view of who they are. And so, like, maybe, like, yeah, on the app, they're not the best at, like, keeping conversation. They're probably fine in real life. And so, like, I don't know. I just feel like it's them, like, saying, like, expecting to have, like, these amazing life-altering conversations, like, on a dating app. And it's like, maybe this isn't the place for that. Maybe you just get to know someone enough to figure out if it's going to work. But, yeah. Dating apps are definitely, like, but that's not also, like, that's not, like, the, not, like, other girls, though. I mean, it's kind of, like, related to, like, guys, like, projecting, like, oh, like, other girls are not smart, shallow, whatever. So, you need to not be like other girls. But I'm trying to think, I wonder if there's, like, any flipped version of that of, like, I mean, I don't see other women's dating app profiles, so I wouldn't know. But, like, I wonder if there are, like, girls that try and, like, sell themselves as, like, oh, like, my ideal Sunday night is just actually, like, cracking open a beer and hanging with the boys like call me crazy I'm making that up I have no idea if anyone does that but that is what I would imagine a pygmy girl might try and you know sell herself as I don't know or like a girl holding up a fish she's like I'm one of you (laughs) could you imagine hey if she liked fishing go for it that also like brings me back to something else that I had written earlier that we kind of skipped over but another frustration that I have with like some of these like not like other girls pick me girls is the girls who like really voice their hatred or disdain for stereotypically feminine feminine things like makeup like caring about clothes doing their hair like stuff like that and then also sometimes like women who like really outwardly express like their like and interest towards stereotypically male things but i will say the latter doesn't bother me as much if they truly are interested in what they're talking about. But then, like, the former, I'm just like, you didn't have to say you don't like those things. Say what you do like. What Glass do you like? Full. Be positive. Yeah. Like, uh, when, when girls are like, uh, I hate pink. I don't, look, we have a pink set right now. You guys can't see right now because this isn't getting uploaded. But we have a lot of pink on, pink on our set. When I say I love the color pink, not really. But, but I guess also what? don't care. When we decided to rebrand our podcast, we picked red, pink, and blue, basically. So here we are, going with the set colors. I also, I hate people, like, talking about colors anyways. I'm like, does anyone actually care what anyone's favorite color is or least favorite color is? That's, that's a podcast for another time. <laughs> Shallow questions that people have answers to but no one really cares about. Or, like, <laughs> I love when girls are like, I love beer. This is at Haley. I know. I'm like, <laughs> I'm joking. But I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> Haley, I'm, <laughs> I'm adding you for a second because Haley's also like, I hate white claws, <laughs> which are like the stereotypically like girl drink. Sorry, Haley. <laughs> Haley doesn't claim to be not like other girls. I just had to throw her name in there in the mix for uh, that particular comment. Okay. Other things. Um. I have that you often see the not like other girls phenomenon in basically any media ever. So books, movies, TV shows. And I was going to go through and like list specific books. But if you haven't read the books, it doesn't really matter as much. And I was also kind of like, to be honest, in maybe 75% of the romance books that I read, I do feel like, here's the thing that gets me. It's author's descriptions of characters that really... Oftentimes I hate, but I look past because I'm like, whatever, we just have to get through this. But there's 
most of the time the women in these romance books are described as like this quirky super unique dresses funky people usually wouldn't like give her a second glance but she is like the like she's the character that the guy wouldn't usually fall for but for some reason they do she draws him in and i kind of hate that i'm not gonna lie i hate most of the romance books that i read because i'm a sucker for romance i would say like most of the time the characters are fine dandy but like there's like five percent of the time where it's like they say or do something that like gives me like an ick for the character and i'm like ew why did you do that yeah like i remember beach read is like my favorite romance book of all time and i remember reading one part where like this girl like writes down like new phone who dis as a joke and i was like ew there's a lot of times when the authors do like texting stuff in books where i'm like i don't like this conversation yeah the texting is just like no but you look past it and you're like let's just you look past let's just keep rolling we're gonna just ignore this like, I just read um, The Wall of Winnipeg by Mariana Zapata, and, like, the female in that book was, like, very much, like, quirky character, like, dyes her hair a bunch of different colors. Can we, like, pause funky. for a second? I read the first Mariana Zapata book that I read. It was All Roads Lead Here. I loved that book. I thought it was so good. And that was, like, the one that I hadn't heard anything about. Like, I had heard nothing about that book, but I heard everything about Colty, um... From Lukov with Love, The Wall of Winnipeg and Me. I saw a TikTok that made me want to change my TBR list and say, like, I have this one already on my Kindle Unlimited. Since I'm seeing this TikTok that's, like, raving about the male character in this book, I decided I would read that one next. And I was just like, to be honest, I really did not like either of the characters that much. So, and, like, when I read um, From Lukov with Love, I gave that one, like, three stars. Like, I was just like, am I missing something? Like, I loved the first book that I read by her. And then now I'm like, I don't want to read the one that you just read. You're not going to read the one, the one that I read. So I'm like, maybe Mariana's Potter is not for me. Because she also like does like really long slow burns. And the payoff at this point, I'm like, I don't know if it's worth it. I know. That's what I thought. Like for the first one, I thought I liked the characters enough. And like the plot was interesting where I felt like, like okay, that was more than just a romance too. But then this one that I just read, I mean, like the payoff was not there and i did not like the characters that much and so i was like well i tried but never mind i gave it three stars <laughs> i'm trying to think of any other i think of um 99 mine yeah that one was giving such a really strong i remember at the very end eyes. like they're talking about how hot of a couple they are <laughs> and i was just like what is going on why is why are the characters verbalizing how hot of a couple they are it was weird. Yeah. I just, that girl was really weird. Like, if I could go back, I gave that book three stars. If I can go back, I give it two. I could go back, but <laughs> I'm like, I look back on that. That's like the only romance book, I guess, without merit. I'd still stick with three for that one. 90, 99% mine. I look back and I'm like, ew, no one read that. <laughs> without merit, I'm also like, don't read it. But I don't hate it. Like, I don't just like act It's not as much of a romance book either, though. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Um, Okay, and then for movies, <laughs> I laugh because Sierra came up with one movie that she <laughs> could think of. It's true, though, and I have, like, not, like, a story, but I have, like, thoughts because I remember, like, thinking this when I was watching it when I was younger. So, the movie that I thought of for the Pygmy Girl or Not Like Other Girls Phenomenon was the movie Starstruck. Okay, so the plot of Starstruck, if you haven't seen it, 
It's basically just like this Disney Channel original movie starring Sterling Knight. And then I have no idea what the lead actress's name is. But Sterling Knight plays this like mega famous pop star. And I think he's like in the news for being like just a bad person. Like you're not supposed to like him. I don't really remember, honestly. But I know that like the main female character, her sister or her friend is like really into him. As like all like the other girls in high school are like obsessed with him. But then she's like, ugh, like I don't like him. I don't like his songs. I don't like his personality. Like she's just like, I am not like other girls. I don't like him. And then I have no idea how they even meet like in this scenario, in this movie. But then like they meet and all of a sudden like he's like impressed that she like doesn't like him. He's like, oh, like she's not like other girls. But then like they start to like each other and like they ultimately start dating. And I remember like watching this when I was younger, when it first came out. And, like, honestly being annoyed, like, that the main character, I was like, you didn't like him. Like, you didn't like his music. You didn't like his personality. So why How does this happen? together? Like, I know it's like, it's like the, I the lovers. That's what I was going to say. Which everyone loves, but maybe it's problematic. I mean, it probably is problematic, but I don't know. I just remember, like, I always watched that movie when it, like, was on Disney. And I was like, I just, like, I don't like the main character. Because yeah. she's like, oh, like, you guys like his songs? Me and people are like, the Jonas Brothers are your favorite artist? I'm like, yes. Don't be mean to me. They're good. <laughs> um, And then TV shows. I am hesitant to say this because I haven't seen the show myself, but New Girl comes to mind for me, which, like, I know New Girl is a very popular show, but if there's any actress that screams quirky to me, it is Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> And I don't know if that's a good or bad thing, but it's just how I feel. So. I feel like I've also like, never seen the show, but, like, from clips I've seen or just, like, memes related to it, I've always just, like, pegged her as a character who's like, I have no idea what's Although, going on. I hate that I said that because then I'm like, now I'm now we're doing <laughs> other girls. <laughs> we're doing. It's not good. We're doing what we have sought to take down. So, I don't know. Maybe we're problematic, but. It's, like, hard to... Reflect on it and recognize it. It's, like, the never-ending cycle of, like, how it's so hard to, like, get out of, though. Yeah. Because we're... We're getting really meta here. We are other girlsing all the other girls. All the pygmy girls. We're, like, why are you guys doing this? You're so annoying. Yeah. So we're ostracizing them. Whoa, guys. We're still going to continue with this episode. (laughs) But we're trying to bring them back, okay? That's, like, what I'm going to say to... We're trying to be like, no, girls, like, come back this way. We can all be friends. So we will try to stop ostracizing and just work toward a common good of, like, we can all just have our hobbies, our likes, our interests, so long as they are true to ourselves without putting anyone down. That's the goal. Something else I want to touch on, how, like, where I've seen Pick Me Girls in media. I know we just touched on some books, some movies, some TV shows, but also just, like, you know, internet culture, I feel like, especially on TikTok, that's where, like, the pick-me-girl meme really came to be. And so I actually saw a TikTok, like, when I was doing some stuff looking at things for this podcast of just, like, one small example of a girl, like, it's that meme where it's like, oh, like, other girls at the beach in bikinis, taking pictures, tanning, whatever. Me at the beach. And it's like, I'm digging a hole. I'm swimming in the ocean. I'm you know, X, Y, and Z saying like, oh, like look at all these other girls who like are so worried about like their looks and like these like superficial, shallow, superficial and shallow things 
versus me. I'm having fun. I don't care what anyone else thinks. Like, I don't need pictures. I don't care how about, I, about how I look. And it's like, they're, they're almost just like exclusive. seeking attention in different ways. Yeah. Not that these are necessarily like, I mean, in a way, posting on social media, you can kind of just like categorize as like seeking, seeking attention. attention. Like, whether that's, it's not really like good or bad. It's just like, you're posting stuff for it to get seen yeah. by the people. And so, like, one of you is doing that by posting, like, getting pictures and posting, and then you're out here just, like, taking a video of saying how you're not like other girls. Like, tomato, tomato. I don't know. And also, like, usually comments that I've seen tend to, like, say, like, oh, like, you can do both, like, at the same time. Like, those girls that are taking pictures, they do that first, and and then then they can go do whatever. You're digging a shovel. Digging a shovel. You're digging a hole. You can also take pictures and, like, this, like, you're not doing something that's taking you the whole day. And I think there's, like, some of these, like, quote-unquote other girls. So, let's talk like about that. Get you someone that can do both trend. Mm. Do we think that's a good trend? I think it is better than, like, the not like other girls because it goes to show, like, you can do more than one thing and, like, not you're not binary. Exclusive. So, I think it's good. Like, I don't see yeah. a negative to it. I agree. And Maybe so, that was the trend that came in to save the day from... Maybe. It'd be interesting not to like see when each of them popped in. But, like, I think that one's fun because it puts no one down. You're saying, oh, like, I... Like, I'm just making something up. I'm a truck driver, something stereotypically male, but I'm also, like, a pageant queen, something stereotypically female. So it's, like, get you a girl who can do both. She can run across all lines of the gender spectrum and have a variety of interests and hobbies um any other examples that i had oh i wanted to give a shout out to there's some trends that i've seen on tiktok where it's kind of like the antithesis of like the pick me girls or i'm not like other girls where it's like these girls that are saying oh like this guy like said to them oh my god like you are so unique i've never met anyone like you and the girl is like the girl he's talking about and it's like she likes starbucks she likes to go on hot girl walks she likes true crime podcasts and it's like saying all these so like such common traits among women especially and she's like i am exactly like other girls don't you dare say i'm not and i love that i think also too like it just it explains that people are very vast and have a lot of different like there are many things that make up one person and so you can be very similar to a lot of other girls or a lot of other people and like same hobbies but like you're still going to be your own unique person too so like they both exist at the same time mm-hmm. last thing that I kind of wanted to touch on and I hope I don't like sound like I'm trying to get too meta when I'm saying this because I'm not I just feel like it was very confusing when I was trying to word this in the outline so I will try my best but I wanted to talk about like a fine line between like the whole idea behind oh I'm not like other girls is is this idea that you're trying to seek usually male validation of like oh usually like what women like in the stereotypical female is bad I'm trying to be better so I'm going to be doing like more masculine things is like the idea behind the pick me girl and so then I want to talk about like this kind of contradiction of like okay we think that pick me girls are not good they're annoying and we think that like women like should be celebrated for doing stereotypically feminine things and like that shouldn't be demonized but then we're also as a as a society trying to like do the opposite by saying like oh like 
women can like play stereotypically male sports women can do things that are stereotypically male and so I just thought it was interesting to discuss like how we can do both of like and maybe it's related to what you said about we can do both or to be honest you can do one or the other I think it's more so like finding what is true to yourself I mostly also like was thinking about remember that um soccer player the female soccer player from i don't even know what school vanderbilt i want to say um but she like was a kicker on the football team for like three games because he was out or something and like the world just like it was people decided it was like people that were like yeah you go girl and there were people that were like why is she doing this and so i don't know i don't know like the point that i'm fully trying to make of this but i think it's just interesting how like no matter what you do, you're that girl, I think every the different point direction. point is, is that that girl was simply existing for no one to have an opinion on what she was doing, but she's a soccer player who was able to step up to help the football team out when they had no one else that they could use, and she wasn't looking for anyone's opinion or comment on it or to say, like, if this girl was on an actual football team, she'd get run over and destroyed. Because that, guess what? Probably right, but, like, not no needed. Anyway, so I just, like, thought that was an interesting note to end on of, like, ultimately, where I lie is if you want to do feminine things, do feminine things. If you want to do stereotypically masculine things, do that. Do one or the other. Do both. It doesn't matter as long as it's, like, true to what you are and you don't claim to be better than someone doing the opposite. I agree. And that's where we land. So, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And hopefully we can see you guys, or you'll see us more realistically, next week. Um, I think that all went well with the video recording as we were doing this, um, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, we will talk to you guys next Thursday. Bye. Bye.